dedicating today's podcast to Hildred's brother, uh, who is sick with a few things. And of course, we're praying for any kind of speedy recovery. He is in the hospital, and we also know he's under God's care. And he has two adoring sisters that are praying for him daily. And I'm joining that group, and I hope you'll join me. So, welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and this is a daily podcast. Today, we're going to start with a prayer to love, and it was sent in by Oloris months and months ago, but it is a favorite. Dear God, thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you that you have offered us forgiveness and the gift of a new life with you. Thank you that your love is perfect. It never fails and that nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives will be filled with the overflowing power of your love so that we can make a difference in this world, bring honor to you. We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It is not based on any talent or gift, but the most significant thing that we can do in this life is simply to love you and choose to love others. Lord, thank you that your love is patient. Help us show patience with those around us, Lord. We thank you that your love is kind. Help us to extend to others, to extend kindness to others. Lord, thank you that your love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Lord, help us not to hold grudges but to choose to forgive even when it is difficult. Lord, help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord, but we know even as we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That it is not all up to us. Thank you that you equip us to face each day with the power of your love, with the power of your forgiveness, and with the power of your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Alleluia. Gaze up to heaven. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take. Every morning I wake. And every moment of every hour, 
I live under your power, Lord. Amen. And here's my prayer. I would lift up my soul to thee, that thou would show the way. Teach me thy paths and let me walk more dutifully each day. Lead me in truth, Lord, help me know thy strength and help I seek. Pour forth thy tender mercies, for I am tired and weak. My pride is wounded and I hurt. My heart is sore with pain. Deliver me, protect me, Lord. I ask it in thy name. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be back with God's promises, God's purpose for your life, just everything we need to know. Stay right there. I actually thought this was a good message today, and I got it from the Bible. It's talking about God's hatred of human pride. You can reference Proverbs 16, verse 18. But anyway, it says, The Bible makes it very clear that God hates human pride. James chapter 4, verse 6 states it very clearly. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And the same message is repeated throughout several other scriptures. Elsewhere in the Bible, it lists pride among four things that the Lord hates. It is grouped with arrogance, the evil way, and a perverse mouth. In yet another passage, pride finds a place among seven things that are an abomination to the Lord. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. I pray you don't fall into any of those categories. God puts pride in the same category with murder. Can you believe it? We fall prey to pride when we forget that the Lord does not exist for us, but that we exist for him. And why does he despise human pride so much? Because it prevents us from submitting to his purpose for our lives. Pride renders us useless to the kingdom of God, useless. When we commit ourselves to doing things our way, we are actually rejecting his way. Wow. The Lord refuses to share his glory with anyone. This you know. 
When we seek to take his glory for ourselves, like saying in effect, oh, look what I've accomplished. Look at me. Look at who I am. But we deny that he's the one that enabled us and empowered us. Come on, listeners. Any good in us is by his design and his redemption. Anything noteworthy that we become, we become because God wills it. We have no goodness apart from which God imparts to us. Look at this powerful message. Amazing. Proverbs 16, 18 instructs, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. While not all ruin is caused by pride, pride always the Bible says, will end in devastation. We often lose the very thing that we feel most proud about having achieved because anything we acquire outside of God's will eventually turns to ashes. Amen. Live with that right back. Good morning, listeners. I'll tone down the drama, (laughs) but you know I get so excited to pray with you. I really do. I live for this every morning when I wake up. Remember that brokenness is God's requirement for maximum usefulness. Now here's some promises, plural, day by day. The dawn of world redemption had broken and with it, the chains of human slavery to sin, to shame and condemnation were being shattered. It is finished, was the Son of God's invitation to join him in the conviction that now, because of the cross, there is nothing we struggle with that is without either a purpose or an end. No struggle need ever be pointless. No suffering need ever be unending. It is finished. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15 says, He who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. God defines the spiritual person as one who judges all things. This means that the truly spiritual person is capable of discerning between natural wisdom and spiritual wisdom. The truly spiritual person is able to discern what God is truly saying about a matter and then acts on it. Our challenge is to decide it is God's answers and God's solutions 
that we truly want in our lives. Make that decision soonest. I think you have. Amen. God's way, day by day. I'll give you a couple of them. First, we have the wisdom to survive. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 says, See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Well, we know, listeners, that we live in an evil age. It's as if many organizations and institutions are out to destroy the things we as Christians hold sacred. Almost nothing in our society works to strengthen the family. No one seems to care whether married couples stay together. Just about everything on the airways teaches a philosophy of life that is diametrically opposed to what we stand for as Christians. So to survive, we must be wise. We must examine everything that comes our way, every opportunity, every invitation, every relationship, everything. We must stay a safe distance away from the line that is separating right from wrong. Amen. Praise him for that word. And then choosing friends. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 19 verse 20 says, listen to counsel and restrive and receive instruction that you may be wise. This is very important, listeners. What is the character of your close associates? And is their influence for your eternal good? Mm. Choose your friends and associates. Don't just accept anybody into your life solely because they live close to you or that you've known them for a long time or that you feel obligated by them to be their friend even if it's a colleague choose your friends and associates on the basis of their character and their commitment to Christ I love that. Choose wise, godly people. They will be a blessing to you. You'll see. And through the influence of their relationship with you, you will grow in wisdom. Okay, let's all get some new friends. <laughs> Keep the old good ones, but get some new friends that are just perfect in that description. Okay. God's purpose for your life. They're quoting Psalm 139, verse 1 and 2. It says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You understand my thought from afar. <sighs> Let's listen to our thoughts today. 
Let's think about what we think about. Mm. Because this is going to show us what is truly dominating our minds. Because if we're continually saying, God isn't going to speak to me, I don't deserve his love or any variation of those messages, then no matter how loudly he speaks to you, you're not going to believe it. You may even be afraid to listen to God. You may feel so condemned that you want to hear how close or how else you fall short. But listeners, you must see yourself as the Lord sees you. And that is as his beloved, blood-bought child who needs his divine guidance and grace every day. Jesus 100% has forgiven your sins and made you acceptable and worthwhile. He has sealed you with his Holy Spirit and he made you his representative in this very lost world. He could have taken you home to heaven immediately after you accepted Christ as a savior, but he didn't because you have a story to tell. You've had your sins forgiven and there are others who need to hear how profoundly God has set you free. So embrace who you are and fight any feelings of inferiority and guilt with the truth. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for having a purpose for my life. Thank you for the help you see in my life. And help me to see my life as you do. Amen. That's all we can ask. We'll be right back right after this break. Don't go anywhere. God's purpose for your life also says to wait in stillness. Psalm 46 verse 10. Cease striving and know that I am God. The pressure to move forward may be overwhelming, but if God has not spoken to you, stay where you are. It is inherently dangerous to act in haste, listeners. You may feel tempted to reason everything out in your mind and figure out all the unknowns as if it depends on you to engineer a solution. But the Lord does not need your assistance. In fact, the adage, God helps those who help themselves is not biblical. Instead, what the scripture says is, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. God sets your course 
So stop wrestling with him for control. Instead, cease striving and trust his all-powerful, all-knowing, unconditionally loving plan. The Father knows that you cannot help yourself in this situation. And he realizes the pressure that you feel and how important all of this is to you. But as long as you're trying to orchestrate a solution, you will miss what he is doing. So be still and quiet in his presence. Lay down your efforts and simply trust him. I do it, listeners. I swear I do. I do it. I lay it down at the foot of Jesus and he takes the wheel. Not only will the Lord direct your path, but he will do so in ways beyond what you can imagine. I feel like we've heard it over and over and it's true. Pray with me, Jesus. You are God. I wait in stillness for your wise direction. Amen. And from a spectacle of glory, Father, I don't have a reservoir big enough to contain all the ways you favor me, all the ways you help me, and all the ways you pour blessing into my life. I want to open the spillways today to let your life flow through me and out of me so that you can touch others who desperately need to taste your goodness today. Pray with me, Father. The Psalmist Davis, David, reminds me that you know how weak I am and you remember that I'm only made of dust. Lord, you know how I so foolishly tie my hopes and expectations to temporary passing things. Please help me to readjust my heart today. Help me to rest my deepest hopes in you. Amen. And Father, this is one of those times when I feel crowded, jostled, and boxed in by the troubles of the day. Right now, I choose to remember how you've helped me, how you've comforted me, and how you provided for me in days gone by. I declare my confidence in you, in your sure and steady love and in your ability to walk me through any circumstances. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for all you do. Each and every one of us are standing and moving only because of your grace. It's all about you, Lord. We give it all to you. Everything is in your control 
Everything is under your power. Everything is by your will. And those of us that are smart, Lord, are letting you run it, honey. We are letting you run it because you're taking us far beyond anywhere we can take ourselves. Amen. Thank you, listeners, for coming to pray with me. We got so many blessings swirling around us. God is good and he keeps his word. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.